This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, after the last show, just had to share. Jesus loves the little missiles, all the missiles of the world. Nuclear and standard charge, they all blow up really large. Jesus loves the little missiles of the world. Loyal. Hi, my name is Han, and I just wanted to call you and let everybody's calling in about woo. I gotta tell you, back when I was younger, I was an old man and a boy talking about some old hokey ancient religion or something like that, and I thought it was a bunch of woo. But in my experience, I've learned it's true. And all of it. The Jedi. The dark side. The real. Glorial. Yeah, this is Desert Dave. I'm calling about the woo topic. Uh, the only experience I had was I went to a psychic once, and they predicted that I was going to be two to three weeks late on just about everything but I think it was bullshit glory hole motherfuckers be advised that this show is not for children the faint of heart or the easily offended the explicit tag is there for a reason Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 200... And 60 or so, right around there. Never gets Cognitive old, Tom. Never, never gets does. old. <laughs> never gets old. It never does, Cecil. <laughs> That's always why fresh. I keep doing it. That's always fresh, buddy. I know. Always I know. fresh. I know. That's, it's, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, it's tough for me to keep it that fresh. 259, by the way, of Cognitive Dissonance. Here I am, talking about facts, real people, events. And you're talking about a 2,000-year-old book with stories in it that... Let's talk reality, David. You want to talk reality? Yeah. Well, reality was three and a half years ago when your husband and millions of others vanished. Now, that's reality. They said it was UFOs. This first story comes from the Raw story. Conservative Texas court to decide if homeschoolers can wait for the rapture instead of teaching their kids. And like a lot of Raw story articles, it's a little snarky, but actually not terribly snarky. So the Texas Supreme Court is going to decide whether homeschooling families actually have to do any teaching as part of their homeschooling. One would argue that maybe they probably didn't do much teaching before. <laughs> I, I just, you know, like I read this and I just think like, when are we going to realize that just being a parent alone does not qualify you to also be a teacher? Yeah, that's yep. it's always interesting to me that that's the case, right? That people presume 
one that you're gonna you know just just because you fucked and you made a child that you're somehow qualified to first off qualified to raise that child right. <laughs> clearly many people not qualified to raise that child right. i'm not even qualified to fuck most would argue yeah. but I, yeah, i've still done it a bare minimum of twice right right <laughs> you need to get the permits for all that yeah. shaking of the ground um yeah you know it's it's crazy i agree i think that's weird it's like you know they they have this uh they have this idea that you know you birthed them so you could clearly educate. Yeah, that's a bizarre – Yeah, because if that were true, then why would we have teacher certification in literally every state? Why would it just be like, oh, have you ever had kids? Yeah, yeah exactly. I've had kids. I'm fucking – you're a teacher. Welcome, yeah. motherfucker. Come on in. Don't waste years of your life on education. Just be a parent. That's all it takes. All it takes is good intentions. I mean, it's it's so fucking incredibly foolish that we allow – yeah, you because know, this yeah. is it. This is to me. This is child abuse. Yeah, you wouldn't let you wouldn't let somebody who just because they're a parent fucking perform surgery on their kid. Sure, oh, I know? know what's best. I know how to stop that heart murmur. Yeah, a sledgehammer. <laughs> like, wait a minute. That's one hundred percent effective. I wonder what kind of classes they'll be teaching. Like, you know, because they don't want to teach because of the rapture. Well, maybe they could teach like rapture themed classes. Like, you could right? watch, you know, the entire series of the walking dead is like instructional videos <laughs> there's like a sewing human skin class that's, that's a, it should all be prepper shit that's exactly because, it yeah. yeah how to it, get the marrow out of a bone or something right it should be yeah. like you know how to grow fucking vegetables hydroponically in a 55 gallon yeah. drum in your basement while fighting off Fucking mutated zombie hordes or whatever. <laughs> how to how to uncover a horde of you know fucking food that's been buried under the ground. Everything should be horrible though. Everything should be it's like like the whole time if you're the dad and you're teaching the kids and it's like all right now here's the situation you fucking explain to them what they have to do and it's some fucking horrifying survival apocalyptic chore and the whole time you have to shoot guns just over their head. Just to keep it real, you know, just for a yeah. real simulation. You gotta maybe. like take your your family chihuahuas and put like wings and armor on them so they could be the little locusts that ride up with like. <laughs> and then they have to eat them. <laughs> then they have to eat them for food. All right, it's Wednesday. Pick a pet and eat it. Shut up! Shut up! Muffins. I love muffins. Not the actual muffins. My cat muffins. <laughs> I don't even know what muffins taste like. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is. I think this is. This is exactly what. Uh, what you get though, you know, when yeah. you when you put, like you said, unqualified people in charge of stuff like this, you know, nobody's watching them either, because as as I recall, Texas is one of those places where you're just like, oh, you're homeschooling, good luck. Well, and that's really at the heart of this this argument is that is that people complain, like the family members complain. The family members were like, yeah, I know they say they're homeschooling them, but they're not actually schooling them at all anywhere like the location of their neglect is not relevant yeah. it's just educational neglect and so you know they were they were basically ordered like hey well we want to see what you guys have been doing you know show us that you've been actually accomplishing something and then they fought back like well fucking we believe in jesus so we shouldn't have to provide you evidence that we're educating our children like how are those things even possibly tangentially related to each other that's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. This next story comes from Catholic News Agency. And I got to tell you, Cecil, 
I admire the efficiency. Oh, yeah. Help from above. Priest in a helicopter exercises Italian town. Because this priest performed an aerial exorcism of the Italian seaside town of, can't pronounce it, uh, in response to a spree of church-targeted thefts and vandalisms. And they, somebody said, quote, if Satan exists, he has taken control of, can't pronounce it, the group said in a statement. <laughs> there was nothing left to try but the exorcist. Nothing yeah. left. Not like quality police work, for example. <laughs> There's nothing left to do. What would do? I don't know. Put a priest in a helicopter. We're all out of ideas. He was uh, the priest was also dressed like Rambo when he flew in when he was helicoptered, and he had a bandolier of holy water that was around his chest. He was short, also hog hunting from yeah. the helicopter, like a short bow there. that shot explosive crosses. <laughs> I can see the demons from up here. They're on your six. They're on your six. <laughs> you know, it, it turns out there's actually a lot of similarities between Jesus and Rambo. They're both shirtless, right? They both have awkward long hair. <laughs> They're both bloody a lot. <laughs> they both flip a lot of things over. Right. And uh, they both almost die for a cause and then are miraculously saved. So it's, I think that there's very, very, there's a lot of similarities. It's very, and pro- Jesus probably, when he gave the Sermon on the Mount, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Understand him? I can't. Sounds punch drunk. Somebody's like, "What did he say?" <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> just going to go ahead and write this stuff down instead because yeah. that guy doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they both are ripped too. You know what I mean? They're kind of ripped. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean like the new Jesus is fucking just straight ripped. They both wear weird headbands. One is a crown of thorns. <laughs> People are fucking sitting in a helicopter. Yep. And actually, like, they what they should do is they should, you know, when they, they put out those fires and they get, like, suck up all that water, they should do that with holy water. They should, like, fill up with holy water and then put out the city like a forest fire with it. Dude, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be even better to just fly at 30,000 feet and bless the clouds themselves that rain upon people? Now it's all holy water. Aren't they God's clouds anyway? Right? That's a good point. Jeez, well, maybe man. some of them are. Maybe thunder clouds are Satan's clouds. That's right. Because they're yeah. all angry, like, yeah. angry clouds. <laughs> those anger clouds up there, those aren't Jesus's clouds. Jesus wouldn't make thunder unless he was mad at you, in which case he would use thunder and lightning and rain to drown literally the entire world. Or if he was Rambo, he would bring down the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> It's so crazy. I want to read one other part of this because this sounds this sounds just like teenagers. The best part about this is it's fucking teenagers are just screwing around and the local police have like evidently no ability to catch vandalizing teenagers. The area has long been plagued with violence from organized crime. Incidentally, no exorcism to rid the rid the town of violence, right? The mob is fucking shooting people or bombing or doing whatever. Organized crime, violence, nothing. But a series of thefts from churches, desecration of graves, crosses being turned upside down, and my favorite, statues of Mary being tossed over cliffs. That's teenagers, <laughs> man. That's what for listen. Yeah. Oh that's what fourteen yeah. year old boys do. That's just what they do. I, I, my buddy and I, when I was a teenage boy, from like 
I, I'm going to guess it was probably from the age of like 14 to 16 or 17. We just went, we would, we would call each other on the phone and be like, you want to go vandalizing? <laughs> you didn't even have a code word We, didn't, for we it. didn't call it anything else. We'd just be like, yes, let's go vandalizing. My, my buddy that I would go out with, he bought from a mail order catalog, he bought a set of leather gloves that were sap gloves. So they had lead sewn into the knuckles on them. Under the under the leather. That's gloves. like from like a old ninja magazine or something. Right, it was those. For, it was just from a mail order catalog, and like I would go out with with my with my buddy, and we would just break everything we could find. We'd steal mailboxes. We would just we just go. I mean, it was literally just vandalizing. There was nothing else to it. There was no plan. There was no rhyme or reason. It was just bored, stupid teenagers being assholes. Had somebody given us this? Like, if there was a statue of Mary. And we happen to have access to a cliff. I fucking 100% guarantee we would have thrown that shit off a cliff. You see, there are demons in the earth. Read Matthew, Mark's gospel chapter five. There are demons all over where, and Jesus cast out demons when he walked the earth. So this story is from Cal.Catholic, which is California Catholic Daily. Exorcist disturbed by new California law. This is actually an interview um, with two exorcists. Uh, Father Gary Thomas and Father Vince Lampert. Um, and this is actually a really hilarious interview because I think these fuckers are serious. That is this this interview is so awesome. I do want to mention, though, at one point they say um, they've trained under a master exorcist. In Rome. And the first thing I thought of was like the Kill Bill movies. where like, like, what are they? They like fucking like holding a cross out, repeating some fucking crazy phrase. And they have to do it until their arm cramps up. And then they're trying to eat their fucking rice with their hands. <laughs> the whole time he's like slapping them down. They have their final test. They have to convince like fucking Hattori Hanzo to forge a cross for them. <laughs> fucking master exorcist are you shitting me cecil i want you to read your favorite question and answer from this, okay. this all right all right let me find it can can demons read our thoughts <laughs> father lampert demons do not know what we are thinking silly goose they're intelligent creatures who can use their reason to deduce what we might be thinking or how we might act God alone knows a person's mind. That's amazing. I love that. I love it because he's just like, like the demons are like, oh man, I wish I knew what he's thinking. I wish I knew what he's thinking. I wish he wanted to go to Quiznos with me. (laughs) Hang on a minute. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Let me get one of these. Do you like me? Yes or no? (laughs) If I I knew what you were thinking, I wouldn't have to ask with this paper. I like thing. that they use reason, though. That's my favorite part is that they use reason right? to deduce. Yeah, those lousy demons. I think and that's a stab using. at reason. I think that's a stab at reason for uh, and and uh, in, in replacement of faith. That's a, that's probably a good point. It probably is not accidental that they use that word, right? I like this. I like this question and answer um, because the question answer, the, the question asks so much. Uh, so what brings about demonic involvement? What should be avoided? Father Thomas. Ouija boards, dark magic, seances, <laughs> violent video Ouija games. Board. The Charlie <laughs> Challenge. 
Oh, tarot cards, challenge. I love any devices that can muster some kind of spirit in any way that circumvents God. The Charlie Challenge sounds. You know when they do like the paprika challenge or whatever, like the cinnamon, the cinnamon challenge? challenge. The Charlie Challenge is like you should have to eat like I don't know, like six Charleston chews and like. I used to be like, how many dicks from a guy named Charlie? You know, like. <laughs> It's just like you're just saying <laughs> like three fucking Charlie dicks in your mouth at once. It's like the Charlie Bukaki challenge. <laughs> it's a Charlie challenge. Look how many Charlies we stuffed in that guy. We are challenging that young man. <laughs> challenging him. Look at that. And Father Lamper, people may think these things are just fun and entertaining, but the truth is they're dabbling with evil and can get themselves into trouble. And Father Thomas That's can't true. help himself. Pornography and drugs can also be doorways to the demonic. Can. 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 You can say can. Not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the age of the pornography. If it's very young, they, right. yeah. yeah. If it's, if it's older pornography, you know, where it's like a lot of hair down there, then it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, they like the young stuff too. So, <laughs> uh, he says, especially certain drugs such as meth and cocaine. That in- dude is hitting a fucking bong and beating it. <laughs> he's like, he's Are trying- you kidding me? That is his out. That is his out. He's like, especially some drugs, like the ones I don't do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I don't like. <laughs> the drugs Smoke I'm not up, doing. Bro. And then he says, I like this part. He says, um, in some cases, curses can be placed on these in order to make them even more addictive. It's meth, motherfucker. <laughs> and then like... You, there's nothing you can do to make it more addictive. Uh, what's what's awesome is like Walter White sitting in his RV, like doing an incantation over the meth. <laughs> he's, he's got like a chicken <laughs> with its head cut off. He's like dripping blood onto the meth. People believe this. People really believe this, man. These are these are people taken seriously by other human beings. Like these are this is not somebody who is purposely being mocked. This is not a joke. This is. A leader of other people, man. There's an end where he says, in closing, what's the best defense against the forces of evil? And uh, one of them says, prayer life, faith life, moral life, sacramental life. I guess probably that's the the line that they tell. But the other one says, the best defense against evil for all of us is to devote ourselves to, uh, to the things of God and to think about the positive aspects of life. I think he's fucking up here. The best defense is a good offense. Right? I think he's, you know. That's what look, he should have said. Go after. Go after him like fucking that guy who fucking talks about the Hulk. What's that guy's name? The fucking prayer warrior guy? You know what I'm talking oh, about, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Ingles. Go after him like Ingles. Like fucking go after. Like, you got to be a prayer warrior. I It would be great if he was like, you know what we got to do is we got to fight him like those fucking dudes from that TV show Supernatural. Do you guys watch CW? Yeah, I love CW. That's <laughs> CW. great. That's CW? awesome. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, none of this shit is fucking real, you loons. Yeah. You well, loons. They talk in the beginning of this like, yeah, I've seen people levitate. Oh, yeah, you didn't think to fucking get that on camera, huh? It's just a human body defying the force of gravity. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's not get that on film. Yeah, literally never captured on film right. that it can't be disproven. That's a, This is your chance, buddy. You're like we live in a cult. we live in a world where people fucking take pictures of their food every day. Think about it this way. How many times on the internet have you seen a fight? And not just a fight, Tom. Not a fight in progress. A fight before it starts, right? Yes, right. The fight before it starts. People recognize the cues. Right. They pull their phone out yep. and they start recording. Yeah. They, the, think, the cue is usually 
fight, fight, yeah. fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, is, like, as a master exorcist, yes. you would think you would understand the cues of when someone is going to say fucking start floating. So you would have your phone out and be ready to record it. But instead, we just have some old dude said someone floated once. Yep. Cool yeah, story, bro. To be fair, they're not master exorcists. They just trained under a master oh, exorcist. Right. You're right. Maybe they're still a apprenti. When you're right, you're right, Tom. <laughs> now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. Sister, it comes from Right Wing Watch. Pat Robertson, God to destroy financial markets. Now that the sodomites can marry, I was waiting to destroy those financial markets. Financial markets, yeah. It's yeah. always the financial markets. You can kind of tell where Pat Robertson, you can hit him hard. You know right? what I mean? He's super worked up about, like, he spent a lot of the, the, the fucking elder years of his long, extra long, long, life. long life yammering about that. He's real worried about this. Like, he's like, I don't know. I don't really understand that because he's clearly super fucking rich. So what is he so worried about? Well, let's play his uh, thing so we can tell exactly what he's so worried about. We're going to force bakers to bake homosexual wedding cakes. We're going to force photographers to take pictures. <laughs> you don't have to force photographers to take pictures. That's what they do. Oh, it's photographers. Like, that's their job, bro. But they're not taking pictures we're of gonna stuff. We're going to have to force them to take their pictures. And we're going to force uh, women to go into men's bathrooms and men to go into women's bathrooms. And What? Yeah, no one's doing that. Where is that a thing? No, no one's doing that. Did you That's... see this? I, I saw a transgender thing today that was really cool. And it said, it was something about like, this is what would happen if, if this person went into these bathrooms. And it's, it's, a, it's a transgender uh, person. It's a transgender man, right? So guy has a beard, uh, big looking dude, you know? Sure. Standing in a woman's john with a beard, taking a picture of himself. Because if he was to follow the specific gender, he would be in the wrong bathroom. Sure. Right. He would be in the women's bathroom. He would, he would be in the wrong bathroom. Yeah. And what they, what they constantly talk about when they talk about the transgender issue, when we heard, how many clips have we heard about this? Uh, where they talk many. about this. And they say, oh, yeah, fucking, uh, you know, you're going to have some pervy dude who is totally dressed like, uh, uh, you know, a, a man. Uh, or, uh, you know, a man, let's say, who's totally dressed, uh, a guy who's who's not, doesn't look at all uh, uh, like a woman going into the women's bathroom. Sure. Because that's where, that's where he would think that he belongs. But in this case, it's the exact opposite. It's, they would look so out of place in the correct, you know, quote unquote, correct right, gender right. bathroom. Yeah. That they would, that it would be absurd. You would, you would shield your kids. You'd be like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> you would freak out. I know, I know, I would freak out if I saw like a, a, you know, especially if it was a transgender woman who walked into the bathroom and they were supposed to be in this one because that's the correct, you know, quote unquote correct one. And it was a, a like somebody who looked like a, a woman. You'd freak the fuck out. You'd be like, "What? What are you doing in here?" Well, and man, so they just don't understand that these people 
live their life as the other gender. But they don't want to the, these these guys that are constantly opposing this stuff. They don't want to take into account any of the nuance. They don't want to take into account the details. Well, what, what what fucking difference does it make if I'm in the bathroom and somebody's in the bathroom with me? I'm like, hmm, person's in the bathroom. And isn't it our job when we go into the bathroom to completely ignore every other human in the bathroom? Don't yeah, we already actually, do this? I, I don't understand the obsession with the bathroom that these that like the Christian right has. Do they think that like is our when you go to a Christian like bathroom at like some big mega church, is everybody fucking in the bathroom? Everybody's meat gazing or something. What is happening in I there? I don't know what's happening. I don't. I don't even like, like to talk to people. When I when go I, to the ba- we have a fucking I don't know how it is at your work, but like we have a bathroom at work. There's fucking two urinals and there's two stalls. I fucking hate it so much when you're standing at the urinal and somebody's like, Hey man, how you doing? It's like, man, <laughs> shut the fuck up and go kill yourself. Yeah. I don't the- want to talk to you for even one fucking second. I don't want to a- look at you. I don't want to fucking talk to you. Don't you understand the privacy zone of the urinal? I, I have one person at work who does that, mm. who will talk. There's another guy. There's three stalls, right? And everybody will either go to the one on the far left or the one on the far right, except for one dude who always pisses in the middle one. And I always every time I walk in there, the first thing I want to say to him is like, bold move. <laughs> like, but I never do it. But I always want to be like, bold move, sir. Bold move. But he always pisses in the center one. And it's like, dude, just go to the fucking one on the left or the one on the right. I didn't want to stand near you. That's why I don't understand. I... I I just can't wrap my head around the bathroom obsession they I have. I don't get it. Because, man, I don't pay attention to other humans. I pretend I'm the only one in there. Right? Look, there there was a guy that I used to work with. No shit. I would be in a stall taking a fucking smash at the bathroom at work. And there was this guy who would walk in and be like, hey, is that you, Tom? Oh, and he would fucking fuck start up. talking to me while I'm dumping. Like, I'm in there fucking taking a shit. Trying to pretend that nobody else Shut is in up. the fucking room. And that guy would fucking try to have a conversation with me. I wear he, headphones in the bathroom when I'm taking a dump. Dude, that's a smart move. Yeah, I, don't, I, I just wear headphones. That I just way put you could be in, in your own fucking world. I'm just in my own world and I'm fucking like ripping it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, who cares, bro? Dude, I used to get like, I used to be like, I used to no sh- I used to wait. If somebody came in, I'd stop all activity. Yeah. And be silent. You'd freeze up. And like wait it's for like, them to leave and then be like, like stage fright and then you'd let it burst right. afterwards. Alone with my thoughts. Yeah. You know, now I don't give a shit. You just like rip that I'm deuce. just like someone rip walks in like deuce. boom <laughs> drop it out. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, drop the bass. <laughs> <laughs> but I also am not fucking making small talk with somebody awesome. while I'm like, I, Hey man, I, is that are those your ankles? I nice love shoes. I love going to the bathroom. <laughs> And someone will be on their phone and on the shitter at the same time. I flush the toilet like four times every time that happens. I'll run the loudest hair dryer. I make, I'll cough. I'll like just, I'll just make as much noise as I can Dude. when they're in the shitter on the phone. Cause I'm thinking, not only are you rude to me, 
right? Because now you're fucking like capturing my fucking piss sounds or whatever. <laughs> Those but are my also private piss sounds. Also, you're rude to the person who you're talking to. Like, that's just rude. So I'm just going to make sure they know. So even if you told them at the beginning of your fucking conversation that I missed that you're like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking ripping out a deucage. That's cool. I'm just going to remind them of the fact <laughs> that you are in the shitter. We're going to blur the identity of the sexes because of this stuff. I mean, it's insanity. But you know the term sodomy. Sodom was the place destroyed by the judgment of God. And they call these things sodomy. Well, actually, the whole world was that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not just Sodom. He kind of did that to the whole world first. This stuff is sodomy. And uh, we have enshrined sodomy in the United States Constitution, said it is a constitutional right to commit sodomy. And now it's a constitutional right for sodomites to marry each other. That's what it's in the, the, the recent Supreme Court decision. So what are they going to do in Houston? Well, they're going to go to the polls and find out. Maybe Ed Young and his group, he's got a huge church and a lot of people down there. And we'll see what happens. But uh, it's interesting, though. Isn't it? Terry, I mean, can you imagine I mean, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we see this in America? See what in America? Oh, gay people? This. Yeah, gay people just, you know, walking around. Being gay, because you know, you back know, back in 1995, <laughs> there was no gay people back in. No, the there 80s were no gay 90s. people in 95, or no 30 years people. ago in yeah. 85. Yeah, it's true. When there was people see, the walking thing is, around. He, see, the thing is, is when he says 20, 30 years ago, what he means is the 50s. Yeah, I know, right? That's that's the best part. He can't, but he can't come out and say that. Like, can you imagine this? 65 years ago because yeah, all exactly. of a sudden people would zone out well you know that the scripture also says there will come a day when what's right will be seen That's as right. wrong and what's wrong will be seen as right and we seem to be right there and you can pick pretty much any day you want for that sure it turns yeah. out yeah. anytime anybody fucking says anything that's against what you believe you can just pick that as the day well here's how it works the stuff i don't like is wrong Right. And the stuff I do like is right. I mean, it's just it's nonsense. You can't even listen to this. Well, shit. It's super easy. It's like, oh, yeah. you wrote something that fucking is absolutely going to come true. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you give me some like some real specifics? Not any yeah, of this generalization. Yeah. Garbage. Tell me. Tell me that the fucking that the Supreme Court was going to fucking legalize. You know, marriage, same-sex marriage in the United States, in the yeah. United States of America. And give me a month out. and a year. Yeah, point. And, you know, shit, just say United States of America in the goddamn Bible somewhere. Yeah. Right? Right? Predict predict the North American continent. Yeah. Can you do that for me? Yeah, exactly. Can you, predict can you predict anything over here. Right? Yeah. Like, here you are. Here I've got this, this book. It's 2,000 years old. I'm supposed to think that it has the divine word of God nowhere in it. Does it predict the discovery of the entire, quote, new world? That's North America and South America, actually. It's all of it. It's, it's all half of it. the earth. It's anything over here. Half of the earth. It didn't predict, like, harnessing electricity or, I mean, it didn't predict anything. It predicted literally nothing. nothing. Yeah. It's about what you do with goats. I mean, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a goat book. Exactly. It's how fucking wet your bull needs to be before, before you, you sacrifice sack it, right? It. Well, having their conscience seared with a hot iron and uh, 
But the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against, is what the Bible says. The wrath of God is revealed against this stuff. So I don't want the wrath of God to hit this country. It's a great country. I'd like to see America continue strong, but this is one way of weakening it. First of all, we're going to have this financial collapse. We're setting up for a massive financial collapse, and I think... Financial collapse? It's a financial collapse. <laughs> We're shutting up for a. <laughs> Look out for that financial collapse. Wow. Yeah, the Dow That's, closed yeah. at 17,800 and change. <laughs> oh my God, the financial collapse. It's the financial collapse. It's, it's going to happen much. unless yeah. we continue growing. Look, I'm, I'm actually, I agree with Pat Robertson. I really do. I think that there will be another financial collapse Absolutely. because that's how markets work. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, markets always work that way. There's booms and there's busts and there's everything in between. And that's just how financial markets work. If you don't give me a timeline, dude, I'm 100% on sure. your side. At Absolutely. some point, there will be a financial collapse. Yeah. The yeah. only thing, the only difference between us is that I don't think that some fucking sky daddy is manipulating the markets in some way and some sort of weird fucking angelic insider trading <laughs> exactly want to contact the guys go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their google plus facebook and twitter accounts if you want to contact them directly send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT that's 740-743-6828 do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five star review on iTunes or Stitcher or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Gordon Klingenschmidt has a scientific method, Cecil. Scientific. That proves the existence of God. I found this This, this guy is fucking amazing. All right, let's let's listen to fucking Gordon Gordon Klingenschmidt talk about his scientific method. Let's talk for a moment about a couple of things. First of all, evidence. You want evidence of God? I can give you evidence of God. In fact, I'll show you God. All you've got to do is repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and invite him to come into your heart. Now, this is a scientific method. I'm giving you step A, you repent. <laughs> step B, what? you believe. Step C, you invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. Follow that scientific method, and I guarantee... You will see Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to do it. Okay, ready? All right. Okay, here we go. Yeah. I repent. I accept. I, so the first one is step A, I have to repent. So yeah. I repent. Okay? okay. All right. Step B, I have to believe, and I and then I have to, so I'm going to believe. Okay, give me a second. Yeah. All right, I'm there. Okay, I'm believing. You Already? Step C, it's real quick. Oh, okay. Step C, <laughs> you and, because nobody else fucking, nobody else bothered to put any thought into it. Step C, you invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior. So let me do that. I invite Jesus Christ to come into my heart as Lord and Savior. So now, as long as I did that, I can... Holy shit. 
Is it working? Oh, holy shit, I think I see Jesus. What's he oh, look no, like? Oh, no, that's my cat. Forget oh, it. Forget no, it. yeah, no, it's I, not. Mr. No. Whiskers? <laughs> 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 no, it's, 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 just, it's just my cat. So. Oh, yeah, so it didn't, that's not, it didn't I work, I don't huh? see Jesus anywhere. It's weird. Is that like how you summon him? That's kind of like an incantation, isn't it? Where you're just like, have to do these three things, then you could see Jesus. I mean, there are steps in his sure method. And that's the scientific method. That's uh, how it works, Tom. If there's steps, it's scientific. Yeah. Um that has that has almost that has almost nothing to do with define a question, gather information, resources, and observations. Form an explanatory hypothesis. I like the. Where's your explanatory hypothesis? I know, in that? right? Test the hypothesis by performing an experiment and collecting data in a reproducible manner. <laughs> Analyze the data, interpret right. the data, and draw right. conclusions that serve right. as a starting point for new hypothesis. Publish results and retest. Oh, Let's the retest. compare that to Klingenschmidt. Yeah. Step repent. A. <laughs> step A. You repent. repent. Step B. Believe. Yeah. And step C. Invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior. That is not how you science. I just think he trimmed down the process. That's all. <laughs> he got rid of. He wait just, a minute. He got, he got rid, rid of, of all of it. All the steps. And then replaced it with his new steps. Right. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he replaced it with be dogmatic. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he There's more with- of this too. I kind of curious where he goes from here. You say, show me some evidence. I'm saying he will actually come into your heart, actually rule your life, and take the scales from your eyes, and you will experience God in your own heart. Scales from my eyes? Yeah, you've got scaly eyes. I didn't want to tell you. Um, I felt like it was rude. Jeez. Uh, All 20 years I've known you. I didn't want to say. I've had these cataracts forever. (laughs) Bro, you've got scaly eyes. I don't know. Bro. You gotta know, take the scales from your just eyes. Just get them off of there, man. Scaly eyes. You got scaly eyes. You're kind of got like a lizard face. I got a thing. lizard face eye thing going, going on. on. Yeah. You're like, a, I'm, what's I'm just saying, is, Cecil, you're like a bearded dragon. Can, what's neat is I can see behind me. So. <laughs> you can ro- you can change colors with your environment. <laughs> Whenever there's a spider around, I don't have to smash it. I could just eat it. If my environment, it's actually true of me if my environment is bulbous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the reason the reason why I have a fish eye lens in my eyes is because my eyes are fat. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> my eyes have diabetes. Are you kidding? Uh, uh, now you say, well, that's not fair because I don't want to follow the scientific method and get to these. I don't want to go through steps A, repent, and step B, believe, and step C, invite Jesus to rule your heart. I don't want to follow that method. Then you cannot say that you have followed the method that works. I just <laughs> did it. It didn't work. Like I literally just did it. Yeah, but it, but you didn't. You didn't. I don't think you believed. It. I did believe for that mere second, Tom. I believed the the way to get to belief is if you believe. <laughs> right? Isn't that what he's saying? Like, I think like because if saying. the if the problem is like, hey. If you want evidence, here's what I can give you with evidence. But first, you have to believe it before you get the evidence. Well, then then it's not evidence anymore. Then it ceases to become evidential. <laughs> it's not meaning. Why would I? If I already believed it, why, I would have no interest in evidence. I'd be like, mm, fucking evidence has nothing to do with this. I also like, too, that by the way, that I have to repent before I believe. 
That seems bad. That's interesting. Yeah, that does seem. You would think that you would have to, because if I don't believe ahead of time, I'm just like, yeah, I repent, whatever. Yeah, my repentance wouldn't be meaningful, right? What What am I repenting to? What What entity am I giving up my repentance to? If I've not yet I begun think, the believing process, that the, I think I think that a lot of these people, including this guy, have a hard time believing that people don't believe in it. Yeah, I, I think that that's the case, right? I, I think that I, they yeah. think that people aren't. Uh, aren't critically thinking about it. They're just doing it to be subversive or doing it to be countercultural yeah, or doing it right. because they're angry in some way. They don't like the rules, so they want to push back. But they think that everyone believes in it. Yeah, or that there's a switch you can flip where you're just like, okay, enough with the daddy issues. It's time to get real. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, there, there is nothing normal about being a sodomite. There is no life that will come out of a rectum. You cannot produce life. It's only death. Every time, there's nothing in a rectum except waste, refuse, and death. This is a story also from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Kevin Swanson, God gave gay people AIDS as an act of kindness. Says man who cannot define kindness. Oh man, this is great. This is uh, this is some good stuff. So let's play uh, Kevin Swanson. We're not going to play this whole clip. We're just going to play part of it. It's like five minutes long, so we're only going to play a couple minutes of this. But this is Kevin Swanson on his radio program. Nevertheless, her bias seems to be against those conservatives that would find it somewhat of an issue uh, that homosexuals receive government funding. She says most people qualify for public assistance programs for the HIV antiviral medications. Um, it's approximately $60,000 a year for the cocktail for HIV patients. We're talking 1.2 million of these, meaning that I'd guess it'd be somewhere around $60 billion given especially to those preferred patients who have contracted AIDS because of their drug habit or their sexual proclivities. And so those who who have this specific disease are especially favored by the government and given a fair amount of support for their homosexual activity and the disease that seems to accommodate their activity. Can I just talk about how how it sounds like he's he just hates them so much? Yep. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if you're picking up on the way he's talking. Maybe that's he's just an asshole, and that's just how he talks. But it sounds like he is having a real hard time even talking about it, and that he's so disgusted by it. That's well, what it sounds like to me. Yeah, he, I, it sounds he does seem to be avoiding um, purposely creating this group. Of of people which he can refer to sort of obliquely so as to define or reduce their humanity, you know? Yeah. And now it turns out that there is something in the word of God concerning uh, God's retribution to their sexual habit. We find that in Romans one twenty seven, where it refers to homosexuality. This is the famous passage. Uh, given by the Apostle Paul concerning homosexuality, men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Now, what does that mean? That means they no longer had sexual relations with women, but they turned to men. 
They were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men. And here's the key phrase from Moments 127, by the way, not referred to in the World Magazine article, receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. So there it does appear that there may be something of the judgment of God that is retributed towards them and assigned to or connected to or correlated with their sexual activity. And it took 2,000 years. Right. So, like, like but, even but if now, you now, hold on. Now, 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 to be fair, it took 2,000 years, and it also infects heterosexuals and intravenous drug users, too. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, that's the thing. It's like, what about, like, all those kids that are born to AIDS-stricken mothers? Like, you know, like, like to talk about AIDS as if it's this, like, uh, you know, disease that only afflicts the homosexual population... Uh, is just a, a, a rewriting yeah. of the history of that disease. Either that or you just didn't pay attention to anything past, like, 1985. Right. Right. Like, you, like you're just ignoring uh, the, the, the AIDS uh, epidemic that has swept across the African continent. Like, we're just not—we're just, we're just totally going to ignore that. Or is that just God just, like, that indiscriminate? He's like, fuck it, I don't give a shit. I fucking put down a plague for gay people, and I don't give a shit that it just destroys the lives of other people. And it doesn't hit all gay people, and it's, you know, not really that effective of a plague if you happen to have money. Yeah, exactly. The more money you have, the least effective it is. Look at fucking uh, Magic Johnson. Right. Well, I mean, look at the thing is, AIDS isn't a death sentence. A long time ago. No, it's not a death sentence if you have money. AIDS is fine. Like, if you live in a first world country and you've got money for drugs, like, "Mm, fucking. I can reduce my, I can probably, if I catch it early enough, I can probably reduce my viral load to be almost non-infectious or, or genuinely non-infectious to other people. It's, I mean, it, 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 it's, as plagues go, you could do a better job. Why wouldn't it be like a gay, I mean, I'm being kind of serious. Like, why would it be like gay rabies, which is like a hundred percent deadly? Yeah, and and you die within like twenty minutes of sex. Right, you're just like I fucking put that in the dude's butt. <laughs> you're just dead. <laughs> you foam somewhere. I don't know where. Right? You're just like you foam somewhere, and then you die. I'm foaming at the dick. I'm <laughs> foaming out the poop. Uh-oh. Right? Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. Then at least you'd be able to get behind that. You know, be like, well, fucking seems like there's something there. Yeah, right. You'd be like, well, we need to look into that. Fucking, that seems a, that's the, the wasn't happening. That, None of those things ever happened. Right. Instead, in the history of like, and you know, the thing is, is like, like it's not that God has just suddenly turned around and been like, you know what, I really don't like is the gays. Yeah. You know what, guys, I know I've been going here. You know, you guys rewrote my works. You know, about a couple thousand years ago, but we're gonna go with no gays now in the two thousands. Yeah, I know it took me literally two millennia. Uh, generation after generation after endless fucking iteration of generations. And I was pretty quiet about this. Okay, but now I'm going to speak up. And I'm going to speak up obliquely yeah. by this disease. I'm gonna, like, It's just... This would have think, been a story worth telling 35 years ago. Do you think that people look back like, uh, like Pat Robertson or this Jagoff, they look back at... Uh, say uh the the plague the black death or whatever it was um you know that killed what is it like fucking half the population of the world or whatever it was, it was like a back third in the of day. europe yeah yeah 
I wonder if they look back on that and say, do they have, I wonder if they have reasons when they look back on that and say, oh, well, that was because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, some other immorality. Like, yeah, I wonder claiming... if they have something that they've already yeah. picked out that they're like, oh, well, we can cherry pick that because it's, you know, 800 yeah. years I ago. I wonder, man. I wonder if, like, they, if they look, I, but see that, I guess that, like, that requires too much breadth of historical knowledge, right? And too much interest in, in the reality of, of the uh, diseases that have plagued history. Like, you know, because if you were gonna if you were gonna look at the world and say, well, I, I want to find a biblical cause for, uh, let's say, smallpox, right? Smallpox is responsible, I think, for the death of a billion people before its eradication. How would you do that when it seemed to strike like at random? It just struck everybody, you know. I, it's 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 too inconvenient. I think I think they focus on on things like HIV because it seems convenient as long as they only tell a third yeah, of the story. Exactly, as long as they only tell a part of it. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story comes from the Raw story. Texas Christians lament freedom of religion while protesting Church of Lucifer opening. <laughs> this is great. So Christians in Spring, Texas are flipping out um, over the opening of the Church of Lucifer. Um, so the Church of Lucifer is just, I mean, it's like, it, it's a joke church, right? Yeah. It's like the Church of the sub Sure. It's a joke church. It's it's a spoof. It's a thumb in the eye of the right-wing nuts. And the best part is the right-wing nuts can't figure out that they're being mocked. And so they protest it unironically. <laughs> I know. It's it's fucking delicious. Well, and then they and then they say things like this is amazing and I can't imagine that this isn't like a a fucking uh, a plant a troll yeah. of some sort. Um this person says this is what you get when we have freedom of religion. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, guys. This is why we don't want it. This is why we want to have our lockdown theocracy bullshit. That's amazing. Because otherwise, people will have different ideas. Scary ideas. <laughs> ideas my, that make me uncomfortable. My favorite part of this is, it says, the church had been vandalized ahead of its opening. <laughs> Someone with a chainsaw <laughs> hacked off a large tree branch and sent it crashing into the building's roof. And I thought... You know you are in hillbilly country when people are throwing branches through your building. <laughs> that's like that's some chimpanzee shit. That like, is that's like that's some fucking hee haw motherfucking shit. You know you can't you don't have a bottle with a fucking bit of gas and a fucking rag, you idiot. <laughs> the fuck can't you vandalize a property and burn it down like a proper human instead of fucking <laughs> sawing something off of something else and throwing it into something? Well, and how brazen, too. God. Like, you're clearly not worried about, um, you, you know, law enforcement happening by. Because it's like a chainsaw is <laughs> quiet, like, sneak out in the middle of the night. Quiet. We're going to vandalize. No, come on. This will be ridiculous. They have silencers kidding? for their chainsaws they down there. chainsaws. <laughs> it's like stealth chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, a stealth chainsaw is called a saw. <laughs> So we want to thank our most recent patrons, Cabs the Size of Cantaloupes. And I got to say, the picture for Cabs the Size of Cantaloupes <laughs> is awesome. Jillian, Azriel, 
Venture Free McGee. That's great. Cecil Top Tom Bottom. Oh. <laughs> it's a, I changed it. It's Tom oh. Top Cecil no, Bottom. I'm unhappy both ways. I, me too. It's not a it, neither way. And the thing is, is like Tom Top Tom can't climb me. There's, I, there's no, no way, way I'm getting. He needs to be airlifted, and there's nothing that can airlift him. I'm too big to climb, and no. Tom's too big to get on top. No, it's like fucking Mount Everest. It is. You know, it's it just, is. it's not going to happen. It's like two Krakens having sex. <laughs> Michael, Michelle, Troy, and Jason. Thank you all so very much. And we want to mention that we did hit the actual uh, the number for 250. So Tom and I are recording hopefully this Sunday. So we're hoping late Sunday there will be a patron-only show. We're still looking at what we're going to do. We don't think we're going to do a movie review this time, but we do think that we are going to take some of the suggestions. A lot of people keep seem to keep saying, um, do some stuff that you guys don't normally do on the show. Yeah. Um, and so we may just bullshit about other stuff instead, um, but we'll keep you posted. Um, we're going to – you should have it by uh, – actually, you might even have it before this show posts uh, – for the rest of everybody. Now, the patrons will probably hear this before, but everyone else, the patron-only show should probably come out before the actual show hits. Tom, we got a message from Jennifer about the virginity certificate. Yeah, Jennifer had some interesting points. She said, uh, I see one good reason why a doctor would do such an examination, referring to a uh, virginity test. It may be their only chance to give the women a brief overview of sex ed. I couldn't find the original article I saw, but it's about halfway down here. She quotes it. Um, quote, that's why Taurus says most doctors take a different approach and they're asked to perform tests for virginity. What I do and what I think most reasonable physicians do is I use the premarital exam for the sex talk, Taurus said. I use it because my patients, and I actually believe them, have not had any sort of sexual activity. They're jumping off their cliff on the wedding night, and so I use the time to talk about consent, active communication, birth control, and exploring each other's bodies instead of diving right into penis and vagina sex. Women walk away from those conversations about consent and desire, Torres said, with much more information than the knowledge they already had about their own virginity. My patients will look at me like, I wish somebody had ever told me that, she said. I'm the first person talking to them about this. I thought that was pretty great, actually. I thought yeah. that's, that's kind of awesome. If that's really what doctors are doing, um, I guess I'm shocked that there's a prevalence of this. We have a message from Elvis, and Elvis left us uh, – he gave us a uh, – well, we'll just let you listen to it. Dick and balls were used by golly, fa la 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 Virgin birth is utter folly, fa la 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 Fast away religion passes, fa la 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 Kick their motherfucking asses, fa la 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 long black cock. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, it's a little early for Christmas carols, but that's okay. Yeah. Thank you, Elvis. I hope I get a new one. Maybe he'll do like the 12 days of Christmas. He just sends a new carol every <laughs> week. So um, we had asked Marsh and Andy uh, if they could use minge in a sentence. And Marsh and Andy, being proper Brits, uh, could not. No. They, they, just were, they were not able to actually. Yeah. They sidestepped. But Jonathan and Gemma, is it Gemma or Gemma? Uh, well, they're in the UK, so it's impossible to know. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it would be Cecil over there. Well, right. So yeah. It's, maybe it's, it's just however it is, it's pronounced wrong. It's probably it, emphasis on all the wrong syllables. Maybe she's a grandma, like grandma, like Gemma. Right. You well, know, like you say. I, I'm going to assume it's Gemma because I've watched Sons of Anarchy and it's Gemma. 
Okay, Gemma. Fair enough. So uh, Jonathan and Gemma say, this is, this is what it would sound like if you were to say Minge in a sentence. So I'm going to try to read it. Hey, lads, I shagged this bird last night, and fuck me, her Minge was wetter than an otter's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, admittedly, an otter's pocket is pretty wet. I love how American I just said that, too, by the way. There's That's no tremendous. way anyone would ever say that that American. Right. But the translation is, Tom, do you want to read the translation? Sure. I say, fellows, I had sexual intercourse with a young lady this previous evening, and my goodness, her vagina was extremely well lubricated. <laughs> <laughs> Super awesome. Thank you, I'm going to use wetter than an otter's pocket yeah. fucking like a hundred times a day. That's going to be great. I can't, that I is can't, an outrageously delightful sentence. We got a message from Jeff, and Jeff uh, says he's from Tennessee, and he started talking about um, – started talking about uh, – Jesus Camp, the movie. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen Jesus Camp, you should watch Jesus Camp. I don't know if it's still available on Netflix. I know it was for a very long time. Uh, it's a great film. Uh, really one of those shocking movies where you watch it and you just can't believe that these things are real. Uh, it almost feels like a Poe movie where you're, uh, you, you're just shocked that these people yeah. actually do these things. Yeah. But he says at the, at the end of the email, he says, I loved it when that crazy bitch said if Harry Potter had happened in the Old Testament times, he would have been stoned to death. She does realize Harry Potter is a fictional <laughs> character, right? I love that. It's so funny because people they say that shit. You're just like, well, it's that's not a person. Like that's a that's a fictional person. You want to be like Harry Potter didn't happen. So uh, we got a message, Tom, from Sarah about some BB gun safety. Yeah, this is and fucking I wanna, crazy. I want to read part of this. Uh, Sarah says uh, that she was playing airsoft says well normally we would wear masks and goggles and i was 16 and thought i was invincible so i was only wearing my goggles one day and i got shot point blank in the mouth with my own gun which i had borrowed to someone long story short i now have a fake tooth wow holy shit that sucks so bad (laughs) i've never played airsoft i had no idea they were tooth shooting out strong i had no idea what i wonder what the what the draw to airsoft over paintball would be because paintball seems like you would be able to like tell when someone was hit airsoft doesn't feel like that i guess i think it's because the airsoft guns look more real oh i see they look more yeah real. i think okay. that i think that that really is the thing it's the look and feel of an airsoft have you ever held one of those things yeah oh yeah they look very real man they're just like it's like mm, feels like a real gun like seems like a real gun in a lot of ways like they're awful close so tom uh there's another person who dislikes the amish almost as much as you yeah that's impossible to dislike them anywhere near as much as I, but I appreciate this from Katie. She says, I also hate the Amish. I travel for work a lot to Amish country in Pennsylvania. One morning we had to go to Costco, and there were these weird little shack things in the Costco parking lot. I was confused, having to been to many Costcos across many states, and I asked my coworkers what was going on, and they told me that they are buggy houses for the Amish buggies. So the Amish, with their fucking button-only clothes, get into their horse-powered carriages and mosey on down, old-timey style, to the local fucking Costco so they can buy in bulk. So, yeah, Costco is ye oldie store of choice. Ye oldie! I apparently. love it. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's funny, too, because uh, they only take Discover, and that's the only credit card that the Amish can have, that's is the it. Discover card. <laughs> that's it. Speaking of Amish credit cards, we have a message from Christina, and uh, she says that at Amish markets, uh, at the market, you know, just the farmer's market, if there's an Amish person, 
she'll if she pays cash, the guy takes the cash. But if she pays credit, you go next door and swipe the money, the credit, and then the guy who's next door and the stall next door gives the money to the person. That's the Amish person. Yeah, it's it's just this is like that. You uh, it just it's just lying to get around the rules, you know. Like if because if they're doing this for religious purposes, I mean, aren't they just circumventing the rule? Isn't right. that all it is? It's like it's, it's like, like tricking God helper, through paperwork. It's that, it's that helper monkey for the Jews, right? On the, you know the Sabbath. It's it's the Sharia lending where you pretend it's not interest. It's just exactly. fees that adds up to interest that you pay <laughs> compounded over time. <laughs> It's the same thing. I was so confused by that Sharia <laughs> lending thing. I, th- I thought it was a reverse mortgage. I didn't know. <laughs> All those Muslims wound up with heaven. Well, that's how it works, I, I guess. I didn't. I, you know, I just, I gave them all the benefit of the doubt. I ain't reading all that paperwork. Uh, we got a message uh, from Devin who was uh, basically sent us a rant about social justice warriors. And uh, I wanted to touch on a couple things that, that Devin talks about. One, he says, you can't tell me that you're, you're part of the greater atheist movement and you're unaware of the recent Thunderfoot Laughing Witch saga. First thing I will tell you is, <laughs> yes, I will. And secondly, <laughs> I'm not part of the greater atheist movement. I'm not part of any atheist movement. I'm just a guy who has a podcast. I don't consider myself a driver of any sort of any atheist. I tell people jokes about news items. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a, a greater atheist movement person. Um, the other thing that that Devin says is he talks about how he sort of passes off certain people. He specifically sa- uh, mentions Rebecca Watson in here and says uh, that that person says Rebecca Watson, and he says, uh, I don't know who this is, Anna, I can't even pronounce the name, is Sarkeesians, um, Jonathan McIntosh and PZ Myers of the world, people who are so toxic, they pollute the good name of progressivism and progressive activism. Um, you know, I would not pass off Rebecca Watson as useless or not having anything to say. And I think that's what we're getting at here. You may not like Rebecca Watson. You may disagree with many of Rebecca Watson's stances. But if you watch Rebecca Watson talk about somebody like Deepak Chopra or Ghosts or, uh, you know, ESP, trust me, you're going to watch her and you're going to agree with her. You're going to you're going to watch her and you're going to think, man, she's right on. So you may not agree with her on everything. And that's okay. It's okay not to agree with everybody on everything. I don't agree with C.J. Werleman on everything. I mean, I agree with C.J. Werleman probably on very little. But there is things that he posts that I'm like, yeah, absolutely straight spot on, bro. Absolutely spot on. So the, the fact is, is that what I what I'd like to see people do, and I think this is just a way to be more honest. And you know, you don't have to. You can fucking hate these people, be whatever, do whatever you want. And fucking, I don't care. I just feel like it's it's lazy of me. I'm not going to say this to you. You can think however you want, but I think it's lazy of me to brand a whole group of people and think I can't learn anything from them or they don't have anything of worth to say. I think that you know, even there's sometimes Tom and I will be listening to Pat Robertson say something, and we'll say. Fuck, he's right on. Absolutely right on. I'm not going to deny that the guy is right on sometimes just because I don't like most of the shit he says. And I also think, too, you know, what when especially is when people are pretty much in the same camp as you. It's difficult to read something or see something that one of these people writes and not automatically think, you know, if you read something for Rebecca Watson, you wouldn't think automatically, why do I disagree with this? I think that's a bad mindset to come into things with, to walk in and say, why do I disagree with this? Now, 
when it comes to, you know, when it comes to like when we're, where Tom and I find these stories and things like that, they're already sort of set in that motion, right? Like fucking the raw story and right wing watch. I mean, those, those people have already picked out the particular moments of Gordon Klingenschmidt's show that we're going to disagree with. But I, I guarantee if I watched all of Gordon Klingenschmidt's show, he's going to say some things I'm going to agree with. I'm going to be like, yeah, he's right. Yep. That's true. You know, even if it's just fucking the sky is blue or right, something, right. you know, there's going to be something he's going to say that I'm going to be like, oh, OK, maybe, the, you know, Mimi's right about that. Or maybe that requires me to think about this more. Um, I just feel like it's super easy just to throw people o- away and just say, oh, yeah, well, I just disagree with that entire movement and I don't have to pay attention to anything any of those people say. It reminds me of when I was in school, you know, I, I got an English degree and when I was in school, um, one of the things that I learned early on was to examine or, or evaluate the text um, without any relevance to its author first. Because if you if you go into something with a preconception based on the author, oh, I know the author is a, um, you know, and, and this was pointed out to me particularly with a, uh, a particular series of short stories um, where we read a short story. And, and if we knew, if you went into that knowing ahead of time, um, that the author was a uh, black woman, it was it was almost guaranteed you were going to read certain stories in a certain light. Um, and that colored your understanding of, of the material. And it's kind of the same concept. Like, you know, what Rebecca Watson or, or any of these people say is either valid or not valid, regardless of the fact that I may disagree with all of their politics or I may disagree with the way that they... Uh, espouse their views. I mean, the the validity of an argument has no uh, relationship to the author of the argument, and they need to be evaluated separately if we're really going to, um, you know, be critical and be good critical thinkers. And, and, you know, another thing, too, I just want to mention this real quick, like, both sides are guilty of a lot of a lot of uh, pig-headedness, in my opinion. I mean, you know, you know, you you want to talk about how the side that you sort of represent is not is is fighting against how the other side is is doxing people and outing people and being you know not using logic. Man, I we had on, uh, you know, I'll tell I'll tell two sides of the of the story. The first time the first time we were uh we got crazy. And I'm not attacked, but like tons of people sending a bunch of messages, shitty messages was the first time we had DJ Grothy on the show. The only I think it's the only time we had DJ Grothy on. And a bunch of people didn't like and the reason why they didn't like him is because he has um he's on the one side. He's on the far the the one side of this this argument. And so people immediately started leaving tons of comments about, right. oh, it was super racist when he said gypsy. It was super. Oh, my God. What? How do you even listen to this guy? And they just they just listed all this stuff. They just they just tried to they tried to take apart anything he had to say, even though all the stuff he had to say was really, really, really interesting and really on point yep. explaining how they handle how how the that group of people um, that are that are involved in the, you know, the. The bilking of people through their, you know, through pretending to be psychics. You know, he was he was just, you know, he was bashing psychics like you wouldn't believe and doing a great job of it. But they didn't find any worth in that. They just wanted to pick on one thing that he said because they didn't like him. And then we had Greta Christina on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. And we never once talked to her about feminism, not a single time. 
And we got a negative review that called us like ultra fucking leftist feminists who think that, you know, uh, every time there's vaginal sex, a woman is a, a, go- a woman is raped or something stupid like that. And I was like, they, they, we didn't even talk about that. We talked right. about her book coming yep. out atheist. We never fucking talked to her about feminism, not a single time. But the problem is, is people are so pigheaded that they hear or they see someone that they dislike. So now they've got to fucking lash out. And that's childish and stupid. We got a message from Jonathan, and Jonathan wanted us to to talk about his uh, the skeptic group that's in Montreal because there was a caller from Montreal, and uh, and he and he said, "Hey, there's a a group called Mouton No More. I guess I don't know how do you I don't know what it's Moutons very, is. It, it's a very it's French sheep No More, right? That's it's that's a sheep, right? It's a website that is in French. So I understand some of it. There is some English, I guess. There's some English on there, and then there's also some French." So uh, if you want to check them out, you can. They're in Montreal. We're going to put a link to it on this week's show notes um, so you can see it. And uh, the person who called last week, uh, we're thinking it's JS from Montreal. Uh, you can check out that skeptics group. Uh, we, got a, we got a message, a bunch of messages about that Brevik guy. It looks like um, that his sentence, I think, was that. But it, it's not that he's going to get out because I guess that that's like how they that's the time in which they parole them or something. They, they sort of explained it. Gosh, how the fuck do you pronounce that? Thorvind um, says, uh, I just, he says that uh, in general, the Norwegian system is rehabilitation based, not revenge based. And uh, if there's, there's a protect the community mechanism. So if your sentence has this, you will not be released until it's determined that you're no longer a threat to society. So it sounds like the parole system here. Yeah, I like that. It's like you get 21 years, but if you're still fucked up, yeah, we can hang on to you. Yeah. So, for example, if you're the greatest mass murderer in, you know, all re- recent time, then we're going to hang on to you for a while, as it turns out. We got a message uh, from Judy, and Judy asked if there's if we know of any f- non-faith-based counseling, so secular counseling, um, you know, mental health care professionals that are just, you know, not faith-based. The only person we ever had on that ever talked about uh, any sort of counseling like this was Rebecca Hensler from Grief Beyond Belief. Um, but I, that was a grief counseling, not specifically just, you know, mental health counseling. So I don't know. But if people know, um, maybe post it on the Facebook uh, co- as a comment for this particular episode. There's a weird sort of Foyd card that the Amish people can get. Yeah, I had I, they, they can get their thumbprint in place of a picture on the card. Um, but it's Do like they have a the sign that the sign with a big X is that how they- <laughs> <laughs> sign with, I done sign with my mark. <laughs> Mom, Paul, make your that's, mark on this page. That's amazing. That's awesome. I love that they have fucking thumbprints. And I guess that they just buy like ye oldie guns. It's the guns that they inherit, but they can't buy like fucking with the thumbprint cards. You can't go and get anything worthwhile. Right. You can only like load ye olde musket. Yeah, you can put. So. It basically says they're allowed to possess the firearm, so they can't buy a new firearm or ammunition, but they can they can possess the firearm legally. So if it's in their car or something, car they wouldn't get arrested. <laughs> if it's in their car, yeah. So they yeah, they wouldn't be probably not in their car because they're their fucking car. Amish. Turns out, yeah, yeah. So I guess if they're like walking around their property with a fucking flintlock yeah. pistol or something, if it's in their buggy, right? Then yeah, for a drive-by, a, a, a buggy-by shooting, we got a, a image <laughs> for Indiana. Um, 
and and I I think this is great. I think you know it, it, the image itself is uh it's it, uh, this is from Susan and Susan says I found in an old timey book this great pic of Indiana. It's all pigs, paint, and refrigerators. <laughs> so funny. And if you look at it, it really is just all. I mean, it's like all they need on here is one meth house <laughs> right they put one meth house in to here somewhere <laughs> i think that that would be someone should okay so what we're going to do is we're going to post this this is great and then we should have like a coloring contest <laughs> where people add their own i right? love it add their own shit to michigan or to to indiana Jesus. where they have like a state outline and they just draw all the garbage that's in indiana. <laughs> like like I, fucking like road cones on I sixty five. Would you love to live like okay? So Evansville, Indiana, oil. Okay, fine. And then next to it just says refrigerators. Oh Doesn't yeah. Doesn't that rather imply that the rest of Indiana is bereft of refrigerators? I love this. It's like grain elevators. <gasps> like, ooh, let's go see the grain elevators of Indiana. Oh, let's go to Indiana's Woo! beautiful strip coal mining. Oh, I look. I like how urban Fort Wayne looks. What is there like seven people in Fort Wayne? <laughs> Jesus, it's like a fucking tent city. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a tent city. <laughs> Damn. Be lucky. I would say this is railroad center. You'd be lucky that a train goes there. Right. Yeah. It's just like in railroad center. It's like one guy on one of those push cart things. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like this. <laughs> yeah. He's got the thing. He's pumping it right? up and down. Right? It's like a pump cart. <laughs> Fucking Fort Wayne. Are you shitting me? <laughs> God. It's amazing. Anyway, thanks for sending in. We're going to post it on this week's show. Uh, so check it out on uh, on our website. So uh, we're going to be back uh, next week. We're going to have a re- only one show again next week, but we will have a patron-only show that we're posting specifically to Patreon uh, probably on Sunday. So after this posts to everyone else, you'll have an opportunity to uh, – to li- only the people who are patrons, of course, can listen. Um, but we hope that people enjoy it, and that should be pretty fun. We want to thank everybody for getting us to this goal, and, uh, and we, we can't thank you guys enough for, for, uh, for donating to the show. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, We're going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.
So I want to tell you a story, though, before we get started. All right. So I know everybody hates Comcast because yeah. I hate Comcast. Yeah, they're terrible. And, and I think I, you know, like you see the the uh, the memes where they're like fucking worse than Hitler. And they literally are worse than Hitler. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. If I could have Hitler back, but get rid of Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler Fuck could, yeah. If Hitler could meter my Internet for me, that would be awesome. <laughs> so uh, so I get uh a while back, my fucking pay-per-view stopped working. And then, like, I called Comcast to try to fix it. I'd Which is a greater problem than the slaughter of six million Jews. Exactly. Let's, yeah. let's be, I mean, let's let's be, be very let's clear be about our let's priorities. So I, I, I try to fix uh, try to fix it. Try to fix it. They fucking... They had me on the phone. I want to say no fewer than ten times trying to fix it. They sent a guy out here. He couldn't figure it out. And they just gave the fuck up. They're like... Wait, what? You can't get pay-per-view. Like, they won't... Like, there's there's no pay-per-view for me. I cannot get, like, a UFC anymore. Um, I have but you to, used to. Yeah, I know. But then well, it just changed? stopped working. It stopped working. That's well, what no, changed. That's not... That's, not, that's, <laughs> that's what changed, Tom, is that like, it stopped. It's like going yeah. to the doctor and being like... Yeah, I'm a fucking can't move my arm anymore. What do you think it is? Well, I think it's arm <laughs> it's, immobility. It's well, like, the thing is, is that your arm stopped working. <laughs> well, that's not it. Yeah. I mean, that's the symptom, motherfucker. <laughs> they couldn't figure it out. They had it. They fucking tried to reset my box many times. It was so funny because I'd get on the phone with them and I'd have these conversations. I cup I keep on talking to them over and over, and I'm like, "Look, the pay per view didn't work yesterday." Oh well, we're showing that it did, and I would have these arguments with them. Like, we're showing you, <laughs> fucking pay per view did not work. I pressed the button, it didn't work. Anyway, so that didn't work. So that was a while ago. I get a message from Comcast that says, "Hey, press this button on your on your remote to see if you need to upgrade your box because we have to upgrade all the boxes." Okay, mm-hmm. fine. I kind of put it off for like a really long time. I was like, sure, because I don't. I, there's there's two boxes in my house. One of them I rarely use. We use it. Maybe once a month when someone else is in the other room, that sort of thing. You know, maybe maybe a little more than that, but clearly sure. we don't use it all the right. time. Right, right. I just like I I put it off, put it off. I finally press the button. It's like you need a new box. You can set this up where they'll send you one and you can install it yourself. And I was like, that sounds great. I just fucking want to get over with. So you stop putting this thing on my screen, you know? Right. And so I fucking get the new box. It jumps up, shows up today. I plug it in. And it says go to Comcast Activate or whatever to activate your box. So I go there and the website's down. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck is the website? Like, it's fucking your Comcast. You run the internet. <laughs> You're selling like, you, me. You provide it. You provide it to me. How are <laughs> you down? How does it even work? <laughs> so then I, I, I was like, okay, fine. Well, that's down. It has a phone number on it. So I was like, fucking, I'll just call. Like, fucking, how hard could this be? So I call. The guy's like, okay, well, you got to do this thing and set your box up. And I said, I'd already set it up. I was like, it's already set up, sir. All I have to do is plug it in. Just tell me when to do it. He's like, okay, plug it in, plug it in. I plugged it in. He's like, it's going to do its thing. So it does its thing for a while. And the whole time he's like, every two minutes, he's like, what is it doing now? <laughs> What's it doing now? It's What's being it a now? box. And it keeps it, what, do you, what does he think it's going to do? Like grow fucking arms and legs and well, start dancing? Well, it, it shows different shit on the screen. And so he's like, oh, it, you know, what is it doing? Oh, well, it's, it's, it says, you know, upgrading your experience. But it's been upgrading <laughs> my experience for like the past five minutes. So then finally, it, it, it finally gets to an error. And it, and it says, yeah, um, your shit needs to be restarted by a, a, a rep, like somebody at Comcast. And there's a number on the screen. I say, I read it to him. And he's like, oh, okay, well, let me do that. So he does it. 
Nothing happens. He does it again. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> we go through a cycle of me restarting the box, him sending a signal, him, me now waiting five minutes and then reporting the status of the screen to him for five minutes. Then it finally shuts itself down and says it can't be rebooted or whatever. It's, they've got to do it. And then he tries it twice and then he tells me to reset the box. I spent almost an hour on the phone with this guy today. Oh an hour God. of my day trying to fix this fucking box that I don't even really care that I watch. Yeah, you don't even want it. I don't even really care. You were happy with the old box. It totally worked. Right. And now I've got to now I've got to set aside time in my week to be home when one of those jagoffs comes to yep. my door and tries to fix my yep. box. The last time I talked to Comcast, dude. The last time because we don't watch any TV at our house. Like I have a cable box only because. The only way for me to get internet was to also like it was cheaper for me to get and I don't I don't understand this business model. It was cheaper for me to get TV and internet than it was for me just to get internet. Huh. So I want just the internet. And they're like, yeah, it's like 70 bucks. I'm like, fine, great. Cancel the TV. I don't need it because I used to have a TiVo and I had a Comcast card that went into TiVo. Yeah, yeah. And we just stopped using it. We just found we just don't use it for anything. So I'm like, well, I don't want to pay for it. So I just cancel. I'm like, well, it's 70 bucks. I'm like, fine, great, whatever. I don't care. And they're like, but you can get internet and then we'll upgrade your internet and give you TV and it'll be 60 bucks. I was like, wait. Yeah, but that's only now? a limited time. That's what, that's how the business model works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's only for like, I don't know. They, I think I had to agree to have it for two years or something. I don't remember. So I was like, okay, fine. So then they sent out this cable box thing. And it didn't work. I had the same. I had like the fucking same experience. Like it's like, do you want to have somebody come out and pay to have them install it? Or do you want to do it yourself? I'm like, well, I can connect it. So I connect it, and it doesn't work. And I call the guy, and I'm like, it doesn't work. It, I get I get sound, but I get no picture. And he's like, ah, you're probably not connecting. Or I'm like, it's an HDMI cable. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one cable. It goes from the thing to the other thing. Like anybody, literally anybody, could do this. Yeah, I could get my fucking infant son. <laughs> To connect this. As long as you covered it with peanut butter, he'd right. probably be like, yes. He, fucking literally anybody that can put a thing into a thing could do this. This is not fucking rocket science. So, you know, like we go back and forth and back and forth and on and on. And finally, I said, you know, the guy's like, all right, well, call us back. And I said, I think you misunderstand this relationship. If I have to ever call you ever again in my life, the only reason I will call you is to cancel service. I will never call for any other reason ever, not even one time. So we can either stay on the phone and fix the problem, which is fine, yeah. or we can cancel all of my services right now. I'm happy either way. I literally have no preference. It means nothing to me. But I will never pick up this phone and dial your number again. That can never happen. That's awesome. And they stayed on the phone. They stayed on the phone, and eventually it was the same. I got a fucking new box sent, and I connected it, and it worked. Because the other one was broken. But they never want to admit that the first thing they send doesn't work. Yeah. They're That's just probably like, well, what happened here is this one's broken. I guarantee this guy's going to come in here. <laughs> he's going to walk in. He's going to fiddle with it for a second. He's like, oh, it's fucking busted. <laughs> it doesn't work. The last time I had Comcast out, I was getting internet problems. I was having internet, like, intermittent service. And I called them and I said, I'm having intermittent service. And they're like, okay, we'll send somebody out. And then they send somebody out. And the guy's like, 
Yeah, you didn't have it connected right. But the guy spent all his time outside of my house and then came in and like changed the modem out. And then it worked. And it worked great. And I'm like, that motherfucker opened up some shit out in the brick right. outside, yeah. and now he's blaming me for it. I was like, fuck you, dude. I didn't there's, have a connected right. There's no way you didn't have a connected It was connected just fine. Right. It was working, asshole. It was just working <laughs> like shit. It was, well, plus, it's like it probably was working for several months at a time exactly. and then stopped working. And then stops working. Right. And then so he blames it's like, it on oh, me. You, you connected it wrong. When you do that, it only works for six months. Like, what are you talking <laughs> it works, about? It only works for four years and then suddenly had, takes a shit on you. Yeah. Right. You want to be like, that's not how electricity works. <laughs> I'm sorry. You do know that this is all based uh, on electricity, right? I can't wait until fucking uh, like there's a, a a viable option other than Comcast that opens up for me because my building gets Comcast, so my building is sort of like has a group plan, so we I can't change out. But the moment that ends, I'm gonna be like uh, any of you, literally any other of you, I will take. You know, that's a business, honestly, that has to be shitting itself in fear constantly. Because it has to know. I mean, it has to know that all rankings rated as the most hated company in America. Yeah. And so everybody is switching immediately when they have literally any other option. Yeah. Any other option. You could be like, the other option could be like, hello, I'm two tin cans in a string <laughs> service. And you'd be like, fucking right on, bro. It's Amish internet service. Here right? you go. <laughs> yeah. We send things by carrier pigeon. Like, all right, that's fine. What's your upload speeds? They're one. It's one. It's literally one. One megabyte? No. No. One one. one bite of information. Some Amish guy runs over to your house and takes a bite of a sandwich? Yeah, he runs over and he just goes, one. And then he runs back and then he's like, zero. And then he runs back, one. And then he runs back, zero. Hang on, I got to write this down. (laughs) What was the last number? (laughs) 